What's happening, friends? Welcome to Friday's show. Morning, studio. Morning. Morning. Listen to this story. So, been on California for the past few days shooting American Idol, which, by the way, Sunday night and Monday night's episodes are going to be so good. I hope you guys watch them. So, I've been out doing mentoring stuff, and we're like, hey, we got to get some food. And we had shot late into the evening, and someone goes, hey, I can get you guys into a pretty fancy place uh, in Malibu if you want to go get sushi. And I'd never been before. I don't do many fancy places, but it's called Ubu. No, never heard of that. Okay, well, apparently on the Kardashians, it's where they always go. <laughs> they, they have these Nobus all over the country, Miami, L.A., this one's in Malibu. And so we're like, okay, cool. And Caitlin knows about it because she lived in California for a couple years, in, in L.A. And so she's like, oh, boy, we're going to no, Nobu. This is crazy. And so I'm like, is it? She goes, yeah. So we'd, we get in our, our car, and we, we change clothes. We get, like, moderately fancy. We didn't bring fancy clothes because we were just coming to work for a few days. We get in the car and we drive over and there's paparazzi outside. No. Nobu. <laughs> That's and, this kind and, of club. Yeah, or restaurant. we had no idea. And so there's guys that are like on the edge of the property with their cameras. Like, chick, 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 chick. And there's somebody, we think it was Adam Levine, who's like getting out of the restaurant into his car and driving off when we get there. And you look around the parking lot, it's like Lamborghinis, Maseratis, <laughs> other foreign cars I don't even know, jacked up Teslas. Black cars dropping people off. You know what we drove up in, Eddie? What? <laughs> our rental? No, no, no. We don't. Our rental minivan. <laughs> now they're like, okay, this must be Brittany. Get the cameras well, out. Well, no. We, we pull up in our Hertz, you know, five-person minivan that's not even a white. It's like eggshell. And I, I'm proud of it. I don't care what we're driving. We're here to work. But we pull up and they think that we pulled into the wrong parking lot. Like the valet is like, hey, this is, uh, are you guys trying to get out? We're like, no, we're here to eat. And they're like, okay. And so they open our doors of our minivan. <laughs> and I can tell you this, those paparazzi didn't even bother taking a picture of us getting out of the car. That, that was their smoke break when you guys pulled up. <laughs> they were like, all right, we're clear, guys. Somebody's <laughs> dropping off some, some mail or something. But we went and it was so late. I mean, I wish I really could have enjoyed it because the food was really good. But I mean, we didn't get out of there till like 1030. And you know me, I got to be up butt crack it on. And it, it, it was good. Uh, Mike D is a vegan. And so he had like his own menu. People that were dropping him off plates. It's a whole thing. It was a scene for sure. Uh, I don't know if we saw anybody else famous. Did you see anybody famous? No. We saw Adam Levine, we think. And so, a bunch of paparazzi. Or, or a guy that looked like him. They were just taking too many pictures of the, of the person. Yeah. And then word around was like, that was Adam Levine. But everybody wears masks, so it's kind of hard to tell anyway. Like, you don't take your mask off till you're at the table, and you don't go stare at other people at the table, and it's dark, and the music's a little too loud. Like, you have to yell over the music. It's a cool scene. A little too late for me. And we were rocking the minivan, so I don't know that we fit in completely. How was the check but, at the end of the dinner? What was it? How was it? Like, was it ridiculous, or was it? Yep. Okay. Yep. Ridiculous. Yep, it's ridiculous. There were five of us. Um, I did not pay the check, but it was uh, it was at least four figures. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> yeah. For sushi, That's but crazy. again, I didn't. I didn't have to pay the check. Right, so, right. Which is why you enjoyed yourself and uh, had a good dinner. Yes, it was four <laughs> figures. It was insane. Uh, all right, let's get going here. I just wanted to share that story while it's fresh in my mind since I went to bed at what feels like three hours ago. Yeah. <laughs> Hope everybody's having a good Friday, love a Friday, almost there. We're almost to the weekend. 
Let's open up the mailbag. You send an email and we read it on the air. It's something we call Bobby's Mailbag. Yeah. All right, here we go. Good morning, Bobby Bones. My husband, teenage daughter, and I all share the same phone plan. Through plenty of times of one of us not being able to find our phone, I am now able to track both my husband and my daughter through my phone. My teenage daughter has no issue with it. I track her. She tracks me. It gives us a sense of security to know where each other is. However, my husband hates it. He thinks it's totally crazy that I will track him instead of just calling to see where he is. It's not that I don't trust him. I don't care where he's at. He could be wherever he wants, and I don't have an issue with it. There are just times I wonder where he's at or how close he is to home or is he on his way home from work, so I track him. Am I in the wrong for wanting to track him? Is he in the wrong for not wanting me to track him? Thank you, cat. Okay, Eddie, you can go first. You're married. You got wife, mm-hmm. kids, all this stuff. I'll mm-hmm. let you take this first. Go ahead. I mean, we're in the same scenario. Like we have, we're all under the same plan. So my wife tracks me. She's been tracking me for the last five years, I would think. The problem with tracking and this tracking device that comes with an iPhone is that it's not very accurate. Like plenty of times, bones when we were on the road, she's just like. Where are you? Like it says here, you're supposed to be at the hotel. You're, you're telling me we're at the hotel, but it shows that you're like two blocks down. And I'm like, Facetime me. I'm at the hotel. And he's like, I'm not a Buffalo Wild Wings. I don't care that the game's on, babe. No, no, no. There were a number of times where it's like, no, it says that you're at a deli across the street, and I'm like, no, it's wrong. Look, Facetime. I'm at the hotel, and we had to do that maybe three or four times until she was just like, oh, okay. And it's not that she was not trusting me. She was just wondering like hey look where are you so i wonder if he's done with the show and he's back at the hotel now without actually calling me no baby i'm not a cinnamon special dance hut <laughs> <laughs> so i don't know i don't think anyone's in the wrong she has the ability to track him why not track him she it's it's just the same as calling where are you it's the same thing uh we don't track each other caitlin and i i think she, she may have put that on my phone that i could track her my thing is and you guys may go ah or uh i like to sneak off and buy her gifts and if she tra- <laughs> here we go. And if she tracks me and she sees that I'm at the mall or I'm at this place, she's gonna know what I'm getting her. And I like to surprise her with gifts. Recently, I bought her a pair of sunglasses she really wanted. If she would have seen I was at the mall, so I don't like the tracking. I'm with Eddie, I guess, in the way of, hey, just text me. I'll tell you where I am. And then if you don't believe me, we can just FaceTime and I'll show you around. Right. Yeah, you know I, you can turn your phone off, though, and then she can't track you. So whenever you're buying all your little special gifts for her, But if she's off. like, why is your phone off? <laughs> because my phone battery is never dead. I, it's like my car gas tank, 50% are up all the time. So she would just know something was up. But I don't have an issue with her knowing where I am. I wish I could just, like... Send her on a wild goose chase. But it would be like me. I would like have to leave my phone at work and then drive to the mall. And then what happens when I get a flat tire? And I have no, I can't call any, you know? Yeah, are you maybe, able to maybe track her? To, well, no. I mean, I could. She wouldn't care. Maybe to make our relationship stronger, I get a burner phone. Oh, yeah, yeah, that'll work. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, I'm going to answer this with, don't feel like your husband is doing anything shady until he proves to you he's doing anything shady. Like, it's not a reason to, to jump to any conclusions that he won't, doesn't want you to track him. So don't worry about it. It's not a big deal. If he ever is shady, then you can put the, hey, I'm going to track you rule in. So I'm going to say give him the benefit of the doubt. Okay? You feel good about that or no, Eddie? I mean, I think that's. I think we're on the, the same page with that. Okay. Thank you for the email, Kat. No reason to, to get angry at your husband. Let him have a little bit of freedom. 
He doesn't have a lot as it is. So <laughs> Why? Because he's married? Well, married with kids, job, <laughs> life, you know? Life, yeah, man. Sure, of course. Life. All right, close up that mailbag. We got your email and we read it on the air. Now it's time to close Bobby's mailbag. Yeah. If you guys want to send us an email, Morgan, what do they do? Mailbag at bobbybones.com. Fun fact Friday. Yay! All right, filling in for Amy again this week. I found the most fun facts on the web. Number five. Well, because everybody's talking about, you know, Prince Harry, Prince William, um, Queen Elizabeth's husband just died, Prince Philip. Very royal family right now in the world. Did you know Princess Diana and Prince Charles had only been together a little more than 10 times in person before they got married? They say they can only count 13 times they'd ever even seen each other before their wedding day in 1981. (laughs) That's kind of weird. (laughs) Well, I think that marriage was kind of put together, you know, and I think he also had... That Camilla going on this, you know? Yeah. I think all that stuff's a little shady anyway. Was that fun? <laughs> Not really. You think that was fun? <laughs> all right, all right, let's do another one. Number four. The average cloud weighs, what do you think? Uh, not, 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 oh, no, 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 it's the opposite of not very heavy. Very heavy because it's full of rain. The average cloud weighs 1.1 million pounds. Yeah, it's heavy. But the weight is distributed across such a big space that it still floats. So if you were to put it together, it'd be 1 million And they pounds. look so fluffy and light up there. They do. Here we go next. Number three. When the Beatles were making Abbey Road, which you may know this song from Abbey Road. Here you go. Come together right now over me. They originally planned to call it Everest, but they didn't want to fly over Mount Everest to take a cover photo. It was just easier to walk outside and take a photo on Abbey Road. <laughs> which is literally outside their studio. Mm-hmm. So that's why it was called Abbey Road. Is that fun? I like that one All right, a lot. Let's go to the next one. Number two. Anyone ever seen the Mona Lisa in person? Nope, not me. Me either. Anybody else? Lunchbox, Morgan? Mm-mm. No? No, I haven't. I hear it's a lot smaller than you think. Like, that, it's really, like, tiny. That's what the fun fact is. Oh. The Mona Lisa is only 30 inches high and 21 inches across. Smaller than the average poster you'd have on your wall. It's <laughs> crazy. I, I didn't know that. That's nuts. If there was an hour wait... To go see the Mona Lisa. Mm-hmm. Would an you hour. wait an hour? One hour, yeah. You would? Sure. I don't know. When, when am I ever going to see that again? Never. I feel like I can just hit Google Images. <laughs> oh, but you see the real thing that he actually painted. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. Would you do it for one hour? No, I don't think so. <laughs> Is there anything you would wait for an hour? I'm like 15 minutes or less kind of guy. Um, <laughs> An hour's tough. An uh, hour's a long time. An hour's a long Commitment. time. Um, I don't know. I'd have to think about that. <laughs> Number one. Billy Bob Thornton has a phobia of antiques. And he refuses to stay in a room that has furniture from earlier than 1950. He spoke about his odd fear of antique furniture to the New York Times back in 2012. Quote, I don't mind a chair. I can go back as far as you want with Asia or Mexico. It's that French, English, Scottish, old mildewy stuff. <laughs> what? But he will not be in a room with it because he's scared of it. <laughs> That's strange. Right? Yeah, but if I like it though. Weird guy. I do have a, a guy that I worked with that used to work with him a little bit. He's like super nice. Just extremely peculiar. Yeah, I was doing a, a video shoot for one of his concerts when he was doing music, and we were setting up for it, and I had to put all the gear. I was producing the, the whole thing. I put all the gear in the middle of the venue, and I hear this voice behind me go, what is this crap? Move it. Get it out of here as fast as you can. I turn around. He's like, I'm just messing with you. It's Billy Bob Thornton. I'm like, this is crazy. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Fun Fact Friday. Thank you, guys. Fun Fact Friday. The latest from Nashville and Hollywood. Morgan number two's 30 Second Skinny. Miranda Lambert released a new song from her upcoming new album, The Marfa Tapes. It's called Anchor. 
Brothers Osborne released a new song called Younger Me. released a new song that he wrote for his daughter's wedding called You'll Always Be My Baby. You'll always be my baby Forever in my heart And the new album's out today. Eric Church released the first album of his three-part album project. This one is called Heart. Tim McGraw released the deluxe edition of his album, Here on Earth, featuring some new songs. I'm Morgan Number 2. That's your skinny. It's time for the good news. With Lunchbox. Tell me something good. Phoenix police officers responded to a crash and there was an SUV driver trapped inside. They come up, boom, 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 try to punch out the driver's side window, can't get it. And so finally they find a fire extinguisher, smash the window, cars on fire, smoke, driver unconscious. They pull him out of the vehicle, start giving him chest compressions. Come on, buddy. Come on, buddy. Come back to me. Come back to me. And they bring him back to life. Dang. That's got to be a crazy feeling when you're trying to save someone's life and it looks like they're not going to make it. And that one instant, it's like, or like a first breath. Yeah, the the first breath. The officer yells, yes, come on, you got this. Come on back. That's awesome. Woo! Shout out, Phoenix Police. Shout out, for sure. And I like all the sound effects yeah, Lunchbox yeah, makes. He definitely owns that lane. Yeah, yeah. definitely. I, like, I'm, I'm seeing it, but then when he does sound effects, <laughs> I'm feeling it, you know? And hearing it. All right, that's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. You guys are competing for the tiara. First to five wins. An easy trivia wins the tiara. I'll ask you a question, answer it, and then tell me something about yourself in the first round. Uh, all, right. <laughs> all right. Up first is Lunchbox. Lunchbox, how many inches in a foot... Uh, 12 inches in a foot. That's correct. Tell me something about yourself here. Oh, uh, yeah, man. I'm a Leo. I was born <laughs> in Topeka, Kansas, and I have a hereditary disorder where I can't touch my shoulders. There he is. Lunchbox, yeah. everybody. Welcome to the game. That's true. I've seen that. Eddie. Come on. Who is the lead singer of the band Maroon 5? Ooh, that is uh, Adam Levine. That is correct. Yeah. Tell, us, tell us something about yourself. Oh, well, my name is Eddie, you know, and I have four kids, two foster kids and two biological kids. Oh, and I'm an Aries, I guess. I don't know what else you want me to say. I love to garden. It's there he is, Eddie, everybody. Hey, Eddie, to welcome to the show. Thank you. That was terrible. That was terrible. I agree. I mean, terrible. What do you mean? Terrible. terrible. Like, we didn't learn nothing except the garden thing. Yeah. Next up, Morgan. What show has the witty mother-daughter duo of Lorelei and Rory? Oh, Gilmore Girls. Gilmore Girls is correct. Let's welcome yeah. Morgan Woo. to the show. Morgan, tell me something about yourself. I'm Morgan. I've been a vegetarian since I was eight years old. I have a phobia of people touching my neck, and I do a side gig for a chic magazine. There it is. Morgan, wow. everybody. See, we learned all kinds of stuff there. Yeah, yeah, okay. I got that. Eddie's like, my name's Eddie. It starts with the E and it ends with the E. I'm like, what? We know. <laughs> Eddie, when we do a second round, if you uh-huh. get it right, you need to redo yours. Okay. I'll think, I'll think of something now. And our final player, representing Amy today, because she's not here. Raymundo. Raymundo. You didn't get it right, bud. Oh, I thought we always get it right. No, no, no. Oh, wait, you haven't... Okay. What was the basketball team that Kobe Bryant played on? 
Kobe played for the Los Angeles Lakers. There he is, Raymundo. Yes. Raymundo, tell us a little something about yourself. What up, you guys? It is Sizen Raymundo. My real name is Ray. Um, I just changed it when I found out that I do have, from 23andMe, Mexican in me. I have a twin brother, and I can also do something very crazy with my body, like Lunchbox. I can bend my finger all the way back and touch my hand. It's not necessarily a disability like lunches, but it is a body really weird thing. Here you go. The camera oh can see it. Oh, my gosh. doing it. Oh, my gosh. And the camera saw it. That's disgusting. I'm not great for that. radio, but I really did bend it all the way back. And not and great for me hand. either. I don't like that. <laughs> yeah, that's bad. That's, that's not cool. There he is, Raymundo, yeah. everybody. Okay. So whose was the worst? I, Eddie was like, I'm human. I have body hair. <laughs> my gosh. Thank you for inviting me. Um, the scoreboard's Eddie 2, Amy 1, Morgan 2, number 1, Lunchbox. Everybody's got one except for Eddie. Oh. Going to five. You can now miss a question to be eliminated, oh. okay? Crap. Lunchbox. Yep. What is the company Campbell's known for selling? Soup. That is correct. Easy trivia. Nice job. Eddie, what's the Disney Channel show starring Miley Cyrus as a pop star? Oh, that is Hannah Montana. Great. And tell us something interesting about yourself, Eddie. Um, I've gone um, on a hot air balloon once before. It's kind of cool. Oh, my gosh. One of the you, coolest things I've you, ever you done. You have Mike D write something for you. <laughs> you. You had another round to come up with something. <laughs> yeah, you had a whole you, round you to come up with something. Did you know that I've been on a hot air balloon? I don't care. That's pretty like cool. It's not, it's not it. interesting at all. Hey, I like. I was on a boat uh, last week. A hot air balloon and a boat, okay. two different things. Uh, we got to go, Eddie. Come, we're coming back to you again. We got to have something interesting. <laughs> okay, I'll think. I'll think of something. Morgan, how many stars are there on the American flag? 50. Correct. Raymundo, what's the name of the character who is Nintendo's most widely recognized mascot? Give me Mario. Correct. Nice job. Everybody's going to yeah. round three. They get a little harder, though. Easy trivia. Lunchbox, where is Saturday Night Live filmed? In New York City. That is correct. Eddie, what do Ma- the letters M-P-H stand for? Miles per hour. That is correct. Yeah. Eddie, would you mind telling us a little something interesting about yourself? Uh, you know, fun fact, I've never broken a bone in my body. It's kind of cool, huh? Yeah, I'll take that. There it is. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Finally, I got one. I mean, it's fine. Um, Morgan, what's the name of the social media platform that came out in 2003 where your first friend's name was Tom? MySpace. MySpace is correct. Yeah. Nice job. Nice job. Raymundo, who is Wiley Cody? Who is Wiley Coyote from the Looney Tunes always trying to catch? He is trying to catch. Wiley Coyote, it's uh, Roadrunner. Correct. Nice job. Everybody yeah. goes to the next round. Get a little harder here. Easy trivia. Trying to get that tiara. What's it called, Lunchbox, when birds fly south for the winter? Oh, that's when they migrate. That is correct. Nice job. Woo. Eddie, how many feet? This is like graduation now. No clapping until everyone gets through it around. Okay. okay. Eddie, how many feet are in a yard? A yard? Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, so three feet, three three rulers in a yard, I think. If you put three rulers together, ooh, is it four rulers? Three rulers and a yardstick. Yeah, I'm thinking of the yardstick at school. I remember that. So three and then 12 inches. Oh my gosh, pick something. Uh, what is it? How many feet in a yard? Yeah. Three. Correct. He started going inches and sticks, and I was like, where is he going with this? Yeah, my mind's not right right now. Hey, Morgan, Jim Carrey stars in the 2000 Christmas movie about who's in Whoville. What's the name of that movie? Mm. How the Grinch Stole Christmas. That's correct. Raymundo, Macbeth, Hamlet, and Romeo and Juliet were written by who? That's got to be Shakespeare. Correct. Yeah! This will be an easy trivia. Do music. we clap now for everyone? Let's clap yeah! for everybody. Yeah! 
Nobody's eliminated yet. All right. Next up, these are all music related. Oh, well. Lunchbox, what 1990, excuse me, what 1939 movie starred Judy Garland singing Somewhere Over the Rainbow, Way Up High? Great movie, by the way. What? What 1939 movie starred Judy Garland singing Somewhere Over the Rainbow? Well, I am so confused because it sounds like the first thing that popped in my head was Wizard of Oz, but is that from the 30s? And then Eddie says it's good, so he watches that It's a Wonderful Life, but I don't know when that's from either. Your answer? Somewhere over the rainbow. Do you follow the yellow brick Um the, the only thing, my first instinct was Wizard of Oz. The answer is Wizard of Oz. Oh! <laughs> All music related. Eddie, what Ooh. jazz singer, what jazz singer sings this song, What a Wonderful World? Ooh, that would be Louis Armstrong. What? Wow. That's fantastic. This is getting what a hard. wonderful world. Morgan, who was the winner of season one American Idol in 2002? Season one? Oh man, was that um? What's her name? Kelly Clarkson? Is that Kelly? Is that your answer? Yeah, Kelly Clarkson. Correct. Oh. And the final music question here, Raymundo. What's the name of the song that Phoebe Buffay from Friends is known for singing in the coffee shop? Very easy one. Smelly cats. (laughs) 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 Nice job, everybody. Go. Wow. Okay. What two colors make purple? Lunchbox. What two colors make purple? Uh, we'll go with uh, red. Oh, that can't be right, can it? Purple, blue. <laughs> You're right. Need an answer. Blue and green. What is it? Blue and green. You had it. It's red and blue. Oh, I had red and orange written down. But I you said know. red, then you said blue, and I was like, oh, he's got it. Oh, oh I'm sorry, you've been eliminated. And now you get to hear. You've been booed. That was an impossible one. Eddie, what are the three states of matter? Mm-hmm. 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 Liquid's one of them. Solid is the other one. <sighs> Liquid, solid, and then um, matter. Yee! Well, I mean, what, 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 how, is there three? You sure? <laughs> you sure there's three of them? What are the three states of matter? Evaporation, liquid, solid, and squishy. <laughs> I mean, how are there three bones? There's only two, liquid and solid. What's the third state of matter? Five seconds. Uh, matter, brain matter, liquid. Okay, ready? Yeah, answer now. Liquid, solid, and jiggly. <laughs> <laughs> Would you have known it, Lunchbox? Yeah, it's gas. Gas. Oh, I'm so you've been boomed. Yes. You. I wasn't an idiot. Hey, Morgan, who sings the song Born in the USA? Born in the USA. I was thinking Born to be Wild. Born in the USA. Are you a rock star? Are you a country? Is that the the legend? Is it (laughs) McJagger? Easy trivia. Morgan, who sings the song Born in the USA? Five seconds on the clock. Oh, 
it has to be like a rock star. Mick Jagger. Uh, Bruce Springsteen. Bruce Springsteen. Is that your answer? Yeah. The answer is mm, Bruce Springsteen. Woo! <laughs> I did not know that one. Dang, yes! dang it. I thought we were all going to I know, get me back too. Raymundo. <laughs> Danny, Joey, Jesse, and DJ. Danny, Joey, Jesse, and DJ are all characters from what 90s show? Give me Full House. Correct. We're down to two. Morgan and Ray. Let's clap them in. Yeah. Steve Jobs was known for wearing what, Morgan? Ooh, a black turtleneck. Correct. Raymundo, Steven Tyler was a member of what famous band? Aerosmith. Correct. Morgan, what's the name of the worldly event where you can look at the sun only wearing those special glasses? Eclipse. I'll accept it. Solar Eclipse. Ray, in what state did the Salem witch trials take place? Uh, oh, for the win. If he misses it, Morgan wins. In what state did the Salem witch trials it's take place? It's got to be Salem, North Carolina. So North, North Carolina. The answer is Massachusetts. Ah, oh. Morgan is our winner in easy wow. trivia this week. Which puts Morgan at number two as, as, as the two wins, and what now she's tied with Eddie for the lead. Tied? Yeah. Uh, wow. As they fight for that golden tiara. Nice job, Morgan. Woo, I feel good. Yeah. How do you feel? Oh, I feel so good. Uh, Close. Is that how it goes? Even she did it. She's in here every day, Eddie. How did she still mess it up? <laughs> Here's Amy's pile of stories. A guy gets a salary cut for spending too much time in the bathroom. (laughs) Poor guy. A man sparked controversy after complaining about getting a pay cut for spending too much time in the john during work hours. He has been identified only as Mr. A. He recently took to Facebook to go, hey, they cut some of my money because I'm in the bathroom too much. He said he spends a whopping 49.5 hours in the toilet. What? With, and this is a month. And this is about two hours a day. Is that too much? Is he all right? Like, does he have a health problem? That's, right. That's the question. Mr. A was informed that according to internal CCTV footage, they're watching him on camera. <laughs> he had spent nearly 50 work hours in the bathroom throughout the previous month. And since management only allows one hour of bathroom time per day, on average, they deducted about 27 hours from his salary Dang. for the month. Yeah, I think it just matters if he has a medical condition or if he's just chilling. But I tell you, sometimes if I'm on TikTok, I don't come off the toilet. <laughs> just watching videos? Yeah, I don't rush it. I'm just hanging out. Oh, Lunchbox is notorious for going in the bathroom, uh-huh. though, and staying for a whole day, right? Yeah, I mean, it's at least minimum 30 minutes. You try to do about 40, get some That's relaxation crazy. time in there. That's just how it works because you got to be safe. How many times a day do you go in for 30 to 40 minutes? Twice. Wow. Yeah. You just got to go high. People spend more time looking at food than actually cooking. According to a new survey, we spend more time looking at the food on Instagram and Pinterest than we do actually cooking it in the kitchen. The survey found that people spend more than three hours a week looking at pictures and about one to two actually making it. Eddie, what's up with you? I know you love to cook. Do you scroll the internet looking for stuff to cook or do you just kind of stay in the wheelhouse? No, I don't know. I, I just like to cook. The only scrolling I do is just when I, I'm looking for a recipe or whatever, then I'll start Googling recipes to do whatever I'm trying to make. But I don't like food pics. Like, I go past food pics. That's not interesting to me. Really? Yeah, do you? Do you like seeing, like, other people's food when they post it? No. And I don't like pictures that are taken with half-eaten food in front of people. <laughs> like, if you're at dinner and everyone's like, lean in for a picture, clean the plates off first. Why? Does that gross see, you out? What? Yes. I don't want to see half-eaten food on Instagram <laughs> with forks in. I will not take a picture around half-eaten food. I mean, if someone forces it on me, I guess. 
You might find a couple, but oh, that's that's like Billy Bob Thornton hating old furniture. That's like <laughs> yeah, me right. with old food in the picture. Red Lobster has a new Nashville hot chicken sandwich. Mm. I bet that's good. I bet that is good. The sandwich consists of two Nashville hot chicken tenders, honey butter, ranch, and a pickled pepper on a bun. The Nashville hot chicken sandwich joins other new menu items at Red Lobster, like the crispy cod sandwich. That doesn't sound good to me. Crispy cod. Cod doesn't sound good. I don't even know what cod tastes like. <laughs> You've had cod before. But I'm telling you, that's the worst sounding fish, I think. <laughs> Name a worse sounding fish than a cod. Halibut. No, I like halibut. The word butt does not bother me, Eddie. Okay, all right. To me, just eating a halibut sounds weird, but they're delicious. How about, a, would you like a bite of my cod? <laughs> yeah. What about my grouper? You want to try my grouper? I like grouper. That sounds good, though. Yeah, it sounds like a bunch of friends hanging out <laughs> eating fish. Uh, Baja shrimp bowl and house-made crab cakes are all on at Red Lobster right now. And then finally, almost half of adults who have children or pets put off buying nice items for the house over fears they will be ruined. Eddie, does this happen in your house with four kids? 100%. We have the ugliest couch. Or both, I'd say couches in our living room because they're just going to get the milk spilled on them. They're going to they're get chocolate on them. And it's just, we're at the point where we're like, you know what? Just trash it. We don't care. We'll get a new one whenever you guys are out of the house. The survey said that 67% of people have a sofa that has been stained by a child <laughs> or an animal. There you go. Mine is animal stained. Yours is child stained. <laughs> there we go. That's the pile of stories. Thank you, guys. That was Amy's pile of stories. It's time for the good news. With producer Eddie. Tell me something good. 13-year-old Cadence Hensley was in Orlando, Florida for spring break with her family, and she's chilling by the pool when she just notices something floating on the deep end of the pool, and it's a toddler. So instinctively, she just kind of gets up and says, oh, I got to save that baby. So she gets the baby, pulls her out of the pool, but uh, the lips are blue. The baby is unresponsive. And I guess he's a three-year-old toddler. So she starts screaming, help, help, help. And somebody from the bar who knows CPR runs over, conducts CPR on the baby. And next thing you know... It's uh, the the baby's uh, responsive again. A day later, they said the baby has fully recovered and she's doing really great. And now the families are like, well, we need to keep in touch because now that Kaylee or Cadence helped the baby, they want to keep in touch and celebrate her fourth birthday coming up soon. There's a lot of heroes in this story. The girl, the 13-year-old, right? 13-year-old. The person at the bar who happens to know CPR. Correct. Runs over, saves the baby. Yes. Uh, Facebook for keeping them together. Even though they'll never really talk, but they can always watch each other's profiles. Or the mail. Maybe they'll write letters to each Boom. other. Boom. Yeah. There's so a lot of heroes in this story. You're right. I didn't even notice that. I'm surprised she was the only one that saw this baby, this kid in the pool, though. Spring breakers, probably a lot on the beach, not a lot of the pool, I'm thinking. Also, do full families go on spring break? Is that a thing? I mean, my family went without me because I had to work. They went They went to the beach. Without you. Without me. I don't know. We, we never do. We never went on a vacation my whole life. So I mean, that's a genuine question. Did anyone's family go on spring break? Lunchbox? No, never. Eddie, no. I mean, no, not, not with, really. But they, but they did, just not with you. Just <laughs> My current family now goes without me, yeah. Uh, Morgan? Yeah, we went on spring break. As a family? Mm-hmm. I mean, pretty much every year. Ray? We would go on spring break, but not to tropical places. My dad's idea was always to go to cold places during spring break. Do the opposite? Yes. Yeah. Okay, so it's pretty 50-50. Yeah. All right, and that's a great story. Thank that's you. what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. I think this is one of my last days doing the morning corny, thank goodness. I'll probably do today, maybe do Monday. We know Amy will at least be back by Tuesday of next week, which, thank goodness. Yes. But also, thank you to you guys who call up and leave us these voicemails. Here you go. Here is a voicemail morning corny. I have a morning corny for the day. 
that Amy really loves Friends, why didn't the cast of Friends get stuck in the middle of the ocean? Because Lisa Kudrow, <laughs> get it? Could Lisa row. Could row. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> All right, next up. Hey, Bobby, just got off work, and I figured I'd hit you with it. Wow, wow, wow. It's my morning corny. Why do seagulls fly over the sea? Because if they flew over the bay, they'd be bagels. <laughs> Get it? <laughs> I like anyway, that one. Love the show. Thanks. Thank you. Yeah, pretty good. We got one more shot for you to call in and do the morning corny for me. 877-77-BOBBY. Leave us a voicemail when the show is over, and we'll take some of them and we'll play one more round of them on Monday because I think I'm going to be doing them then too. But thank you for everybody who's chipped in. Like like we're taking money out for <laughs> thanks thanks for chipping it's in. Go fund me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, here we go. Let's do the morning corny. The morning corny. What did the Dorito farmer say to the other? What did the Dorito farmer say to the other? Cool ranch. <laughs> no? It's not bad. Alright, another one. How much does a chimney cost? How much does a chimney cost? Nothing. It's on the house. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> thank you, thank you. And finally, have you heard about the corduroy pillow? Uh, I have not heard about the corduroy pillow, no. You haven't? It's been making headlines. Ah, uh, because of the lines on the... Okay. Right. Thank you. All right, close it up. <laughs> that was the Morning Corny. This is an interesting voicemail I got last night. Listen to this. I have a question. I was listening to the show today on the podcast, and Lunchbox talked about how, hey, I went to the grocery store for the first time in like over a year because I'm vaccinated. Well, my question for Lunchbox is, why wouldn't you go to the grocery store because you weren't vaccinated, but you went with Ray and his buddies to Vegas for the bachelor party? (laughs) I just was wondering for Lunchbox, what's the difference between I'm not vaccinated, I can't go to the grocery store, but I'm not vaccinated, I can go live it up in Vegas. Wow. Good question. Great. Great question, and I'm sad I didn't think about this. Lunchbox is on the air going, I'm vaccinated. I went to the store. There were so many eggs. I couldn't believe it. They had loaves of bread. You went to, you went on an airplane to Las Vegas, gambled in a casino. <laughs> I'm curious to hear this answer. Yeah, I mean, that was re- the, the first time I went out was Ray's bachelor party, and I really didn't do anything after that. Like, I, I was very locked down, very, like, safe and careful and i i made a decision okay i'm gonna go to ray's bachelor party because it's my boy and i'm gonna be there for him and this is a huge moment in his life so i'm gonna calculate those risks and i'm gonna go and once i came back and i was you know negative and i didn't get corona i was like okay i dodged a bullet by going to vegas celebrating ray and now i go back into lockdown mode and i have to be as safe as possible and go as few places as i possibly can and that's why I quit going to the grocery store. I, I didn't eat in restaurants. Like, I mean, I haven't eaten in a restaurant in over in about a year since Ray's bachelor party. So, I mean. So, we get it. We get it. We yeah. just thought, I, I thought it was yeah. interesting. I just had my boys back. You know, my boys having a bachelor party. I was like, I got to go. You know what I mean? I, don't, I didn't say no and then go to Corona Cove. That was my thing. Who went to your... Where, Lunchbox, what did you do on your bachelor party? Uh, we went to Scottsdale, and it was just my boys from when I was growing up, like five guys that I've known my whole life, and we went to a Diamondbacks game. We went to the casino. We played golf. We went to the bars and just mm. got smashed and crushed it. I mean, it was a good bachelor party. That You got married how many years ago? 
Uh, it'll be six in May or June. When did I get married? And none of us <laughs> went to the bachelor party. Uh, no. I'm just trying to think back. Mm-mm. No, because we weren't yeah. friends then. Nobody <laughs> got the nobody got the. In- I was thinking about this last night. Nobody got the invite. Mike, are you doing a bachelor party? Mike's not even doing a bachelor oh, party. Oh wow. wow! And he's getting married in June. Eddie, what what did you do for your bachelor party? Uh, we went to Port Aransas, I think. Yeah, Port Aransas. Uh, sat by the beach, got drunk, and then we went on a gambling boat and stuff like that. We didn't know you then. No, no, no. I, I didn't know you. I think I barely knew you. No, no, no. I didn't know you then. We weren't even working together then. Well, I'll say this. for my. No, we, we didn't know each other then. For my bachelor party, I'm not going to reveal what it is yet, but I'm going to say it is legit. Come on. It is the most <laughs> legit thing that I think maybe I've ever done in my whole life. It's, it's up there. It's up there. And that's what a bachelor party should be. Like, at not this g- point in your life, the most legit thing you can do. Not going to reveal what it is, at least not yet. And I've kind of been told like, by the powers that be that I can't really reveal it. Because what we're doing is so super top secret. Is that right? You know? Is that right? Yeah. Who are That's the- all I'm going to say for now. Hey, hey, who are the powers that be? I tell you off the air. I tell <laughs> you off the air. Uh, let me play this voicemail. This is Jaden from Maryland. Hey. Bobby Bones, I just want to let you know I'm currently 18 years old, almost 19. I spend about three hours on the road, and I listen to your show every day. I got to let you know my brother is 13, and he listens to the show a lot. Uh, My other brother is 20, going on 21, and he also listens to your show a lot. So we all think you're cool. You're a family hero. Keep doing what you're doing. Love the show, bud. Very nice of you. Thank you. I still stand by the fact that nobody <laughs> between the ages of, what do I say, 17 and 22, 24, think yeah. I'm cool. Yeah. But e- e- even though people keep calling and saying, <laughs> the, disagreeing with you, but you still. Yeah. Okay. Hey, they're, what they, they're what you call outliers, Eddie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. We expect Amy to be back next week. So earlier I hosted Fun Fact Friday for the last time. But what was fun is when Eddie and Lunchbox compete in it. <laughs> so you guys have both found five fun facts. Oh, yeah. yeah. Mine are real fun. Mine are Who great. Won? Who won last time? Lunchbox. Oh, he did? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. A Fun Fact Friday off. The person with the most wins wins Fun Fact Friday. All right, here we go. Fun Fact Friday. Yay! All right, fact number five. We're going to Lunchbox first, our champion. Lunchbox, what is your fun fact? Well, Bobby, did you know that some planets produce diamond rain? Saturn and Jupiter are gas planets that produce a truly unique form of weather. They rain diamonds on their planets. That's right. Instead of rain, it's diamonds falling from the sky. So if you need a new diamond, go to Saturn or Jupiter. Uh, Okay. Okay. (laughs) That's fun. And they are as big as a centimeter across. That's a big diamond. A centimeter is not that big. But but a diamond it is. Yeah, okay. Um, Eddie, your fun fact. All right, here we go. This is number five for Eddie. Did you know that the biggest manufacturer of tires is, I know you're thinking Michigan, Bridgestone, Bridgestone. Ah, ah, it's Lego. Lego? Yes, they make 306 million tires a year. Like big tires? Not Not, cars. No, 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 like little Lego tires, but still the biggest manufacturer of the world. Okay. Uh, So so up first, (laughs) we have diamonds and Jupiter, Mm -hmm. and Lego makes... The most tired. 306 million. Our judges year. are Morgan, Raimundo, and myself. Uh, Raimundo, who do you give that one to? I go launch the diamond thing. I recently got engaged, married, so I'm into diamonds. I like that. Okay, Morgan? I like space facts, so lunchbox. Mm, great. 
I'm going to go on Lunchbox too, Eddie. <laughs> oh, cool. Okay. <laughs> he swept that one. Awesome. Thanks, guys. All right. Here we go, Eddie. You're leading off. Number four. Now, you may think like electrical storms, things like that cause all the biggest power outages in the U.S., but it's not. Do you know what causes the most power outages in the oh, U.S.? I would have thought lightning. Yeah, right? Something like that. Yeah. Uh-uh. Squirrels. Wow. <laughs> Squirrels do. They run around, they chew on little wire here and there and cause huge power outages. More than any. More than anything else. Okay. Uh, Lunchbox, what's your fun fact? Oh, Bobby, you want to talk about fun. <laughs> Who doesn't like pickles? I mean, we all love pickles. But did you know in Connecticut, it's illegal to sell a bounceless pickle? That's right. They had to create the law in 1945 because Moses and Sidney were two pickle sellers that were selling rotten pickles. So now they drop them. If they could bounce, they were able to be sold. All right, we have... <laughs> okay. We have Eddie and Squirrels and Lunchbox and Pickles. <laughs> Raymundo, who do you award that one to? I love squirrels, and I love using the word squirrels. Lunch, I loved your fun fact. Squirrel! I was the squirrel, though, but thank you. Okay. <laughs> but he voted for Wait, me. Are, are you hey, going, yeah, I going meant with to say Ray? Eddie. Sorry. Morgan? No. <laughs> I'm going with Eddie because I like the fact about squirrels. <laughs> okay, I'm going with Eddie, too. <laughs> yeah! Okay, one to one. We're Come on! Down. All right, let's go to the next one. Number three. Eddie. Oh, me. Okay. Costco sells enough toilet paper a year to wrap around the world 1,200 times. Wow. That's a lot of toilet paper. I thought you could say 12, and I was going to go, wow. No, 1,200 times. They sell that much toilet paper? That's how much toilet paper. And they said in 2020, I mean, they could probably go around the world like 5 million times. Okay. Uh, Lunchbox, what's your fun fact? Oh, guys. The Mercedes, back in 1966, they invented a car that you drive with a joystick. It had no steering wheel. It had no gas pedal, no brake pedal. You could sit in the passenger seat and drive the car with a joystick. What year? 1966 Mercedes F200. And what happened with that car? I guess it didn't take off. People didn't like it, and they quit making it. But you could huh. drive it with a joystick. You could be in the passenger seat, drive the car. All right, we have Costco and toilet paper versus the joystick. Ray. I just don't know how Eddie figured his fun fact. I'm going with launch the joystick what? car. Very <laughs> amazing. That's crazy. It was 40 years ago. Huh. I, I mean, Eddie just read a fun fact. I, I mean, it's on the internet. Same now. way we get it. I, <laughs> I do think the toilet paper that is a little more fun. Yeah. That's a lot of wraps around the world. Uh, Morgan. I'm going with Eddie. It's a lot of toilet paper. Guys, we're into these self-driving cars now. This was in 1966. You could, like a remote control, like on a video game. And you guys are going to go with Lunchbox, you're you're not being fun right now. Let's just have fun. (laughs) You're not being fun. (laughs) Okay. Well, I'm about to crush you on this one. Listen, I've had fun, and this is not it. Yeah. (laughs) All right, here we go. Number two, go. Number two. Up first, Eddie, since you won that last one. Okay, the CIA back in 1960 once tried to invent spy cats. What the idea was, it was called uh, Operation Acoustic Kitty, and they were going to put <laughs> they were going to put little implants in a cat's ears so they can go in places and hear what they're talking about. They tried it at the at the Soviet embassy in the United States in Washington D.C. and the cat got run over by a taxi. So they're like, eh, bad operation. It's you not can't work. really control where that cat goes. No, right? yeah. So they pulled the operation. Dang, it ended with a cat dying. That wasn't fun. All right, Lunchbox? (laughs) Guys, you know the Eiffel Tower? You've ever seen it on TV? I've never been to it in person. Me either. But let's say you go one winter and you take a picture in front of it, and then you decide, you know what, next summer I'm going to go back, and you get back and you're like, man, it sure does look taller than it did last winter. It's because it grows six inches in the summer because this 
the metal expands in the heat. Boy, it grows, you, you it grows six inches. Listen, you guys both really. <laughs> what do you mean, Operation Kitty Cat? You couldn't even you couldn't even talk about it. You're like the CIA. <laughs> you got, well, we're not we're not doing speaking here. You both lose. Does right? it sound like that? What did um, I not crush that? You don't think it's cool that the Eiffel Tower grows and shrinks? That's incredible. Six inches though. If yeah. it was like fifty feet, I'd be like, wow. Uh, like one six of those... inches? You you don't think you'd want six inches so you could be six one? Just because I'm getting lip, I'm picking Eddie on that one. <laughs> nice. Good one. Because <laughs> they both sucked. <laughs> Ray? Eiffel Tower being a grower. Give me lunchbox. All right. Morgan? I was going with Eddie until he killed the cat, so I'm going with lunchbox. Well, I yeah! didn't kill the cat. Yeah! <laughs> hey, Eddie, you're not being fun right now. <laughs> all right, we're going to the final one. Here we go. It all oh, comes boy. down to this fun fact. One. The question is, did they save their best for last? Mm-hmm. Lunchbox, you're up. Oh, guys, baseball umpires. You know how they crouch behind the catcher? Steroid! You're out! Did you know back in the day, they used to sit in a rocking chair 20 feet behind home plate and watch the game, and that's where they umpired from, sitting in the rocking chair. That's right. That's what you call a home run fact. All right. That's pretty funny. Eddie? Did you know, Bones, that the inventor of the Pringles can loved his invention so much that when he died... He decided to be buried in one. So they cremated him, put his ashes in a Pringles can, and he's buried that way. Wow. <laughs> Come on. Wow. wow. That's good, huh? Wow. Uh, Morgan, uh, this is for the championship. Oh, Whose was more fun? Eddie had another person dying, and that's not really fun. <laughs> well, everybody <laughs> dies. He, he didn't get murdered. I know. Right. I know. I know. He, he, he died naturally. lobby for him. No, yeah. I'm just like I lobbied for you earlier. Go ahead, Morgan. Yeah, and baseball's kind of fun. Oh, okay. Oh, uh, mm. Pringles, Eddie. Oh, yeah! okay. Raymundo. Lunch. I'm sorry, dude. Pringles burial for the win, Eddie. Wow. Nice. Okay. Take it. Um, Bones? Well, it doesn't matter. But? Eddie's, I kind of like the baseball one. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. But That's Eddie is right. the winner. Come on. Nice job, Eddie. Nice job. Thank Play you, that guy's music there. Play his music. Uh, there it is. <laughs> Here's what we ask of you, the wonderful listener of this show. Did you like that? Do you like it when we battle out fun facts? Do we do winner stays up and play somebody new the next week? We could always do that on Fridays if it's people up to like you, it. man. I love looking up these facts. Um, but let us know. Go to our Facebook page and let us know over there. What's happening, friends? Thanks for hanging out. Let's go to Mariah in Missouri. Now, Mariah, before I get into this story... Because I have a dog owned by celebrities that bit someone. I want to hear your story. What happened? Okay. Well, I was very young, probably two, and I did have a dog bite on the right side of my face. And it actually ripped off that whole side. And I ended up getting three plastic surgeries and two blood transfusions. And they had to take skin from another part of my body because I didn't have enough. And I still personally think, like, I love dogs. And I think that that is way too much money to be owing or sending someone to court for suing. So they're asking for half a million bucks. I'm going to read you the story. Mariah, can you stay on and comment after I finish the story as well? Yeah, that's fine. You'll be like that talking head on like CNN or Fox News <laughs> when we throw it to her. Uh, let's go to Mariah, Missouri. Mariah, what do you think? <laughs> All right, Mariah, we're coming to you in a second here, but here is the story. Jay Cutler and Kristen Cavallari sued for alleged dog bite. Apparently... And this is their, their words, not mine. The, the story writer's words. They let their dangerous dog roam free when the cable guy came for an install. And it allegedly took a bite out of his hand. According to a lawsuit, the cable guy, Nathan Beam, 
The exes are still the co-owners of two German Shepherds who were unrestrained at a Tennessee home in June of 2020 when Nathan was there for the hookup. He claims he completed the install and was ready to leave when one of the dogs that he believes is Kona was in the front of the driver's side door of his truck. Okay, so he's walking in, driver's side, the dog's just sitting there, he can't mm-hmm. get in the door. There's a lovely dog. Yeah. Poochie woochie. <laughs> Bean claims that he bent over to pick something off the ground. The dog bit him on his left thumb and fingernail and clamped down. He claims he did nothing to harass the dog. And afterward, Cavallari's assistant came out, gave him a paper towel, and allegedly told him to leave immediately. Beam's blaming Jay and Kristen for failing to keep reasonable control of their dogs while he was there and also claims they knew the canines were dangerous, all based on an old social media post where she refers to the younger one, Kona, as a, quote, hashtag trained killer. He's suing for damages, claiming he suffered physical injuries and disfigurement, mental anguish, and says he has lost wages because of the alleged dog bite. A rep for Kristen had no comment. We reached out to Jay as well. They say no word back. That's the whole story. Mm-hmm. Now we shall give our opinions. I'm going to go to Mariah in Missouri first. Yes. Mariah's here because she has been bit by a dog before. We brought on an expert. Mariah, what do you think about this situation? How much money should they award this guy? Um, Me personally, just the hospital bills. I mean, if it was severe enough injuries, he should have went to the hospital. Like, clearly he needs a shot. And if he needed stitches, whatever... So I think personally just the bills would be nice. But other than that, I think, like, if the dog's in your company vehicle, then call animal control. Call the police. Call somebody. Don't attempt to, like, get in the vehicle with them. And for the owners of the dog, I mean, be reasonable. Walk up the dog. Put it down. And if it's attacking people, then it doesn't need to be around other people. That's just my take on it. So your final judgment is how much money exactly? You're saying just hospital bills? Yeah, I would just go for hospital bills because they're expensive. Um, If you're concerned about the damage and physical injuries that it left you, then have them pay for it. I mean, it was their dog. She has a point. Did he go to the hospital right after? I think it's a valid point. Um, If he had to miss work, I do think that's part of it as well. Um, The bills, obviously, sure, a little emotional distress. I get that. Hey, no way you're getting half a million dollars. Like, you pay the hospital bills... How long did he miss work? Did he go to the doctor immediately? Right. And then I probably throw him an extra seventy five hundred, <laughs> and I think we call it a day. That's a lot. You can buy me for seventy five hundred bucks. Okay. Give me a poochie. <laughs> I've rubbed some roast on my hand. <laughs> I okay. You know what? All in ten thousand dollars. Ten thousand, but that's not knowing what the hospital bills are going to be. Yeah, right? listen. I, it's probably not going to be twenty five hundred. Okay. All in eleven thousand in case they do go up a little more. All in 11000 That's what I'm giving him. Eddie? I, I mean, when I first read the story, I'm like, oh, my gosh. This is kind of like the celebrities. Once they found out who it was, they have money. That's Let's absolutely it. Raise the price, In right? our opinion, that's absolutely Correct. it. Correct. So, but it all sounds reasonable. Hospital bills are real expensive. I get that. Yes. Pay him the hospital bills. I don't know if he'd actually miss work because of that. A lot of companies have workman's comp that covers all that stuff. Got to do research on that. Did he not get paid for those days? If he didn't, then let's compensate him for that because that is their fault, obviously. Other than that, damages, throw in $5,000 for damages. You got whatever, mental health because of it. You know, it's $5,000 well, pay your extra. therapy for six months. That's fine. Other than that, that's all you get. I had a dog bite me at a dog park once, dog park once on my, right above my ankle. I had my old dog, Dusty. Dog came over, 
mess with him, bit me on my ankle. You know what I did? I got a paper towel, wiped it off like an adult. The person apologized, said that's okay. I and get it's it. over. And it's over. Because it's a dog. It's not like you did it. Oh, if now that's a story. <laughs> if Christian like Cavallari bit him. Yeah. It's not like Jake Cutler stood in front of the door. That's and was like, a, hey, go with that story next time, <laughs> bro. They can't prove it didn't happen. All right, we think five hundred thousand is a little too much, right? <laughs> yes. You got to give them something. Go ahead and settle out of court. They don't need to go to the judge. You guys have a ton of money. Pay them fifteen thousand dollars and call it a day. What a mess. What a mess for sure. And as someone who has dogs, who at times the dogs can be a bit rowdy. They don't bite, but they could jump on you if they're excited. You don't want people over at the house, then. You know. <sighs> okay. Thank you. Hey, Mariah. Great job on the panel this morning. There is no really no panel. Yeah. But you did great. How do you, you how do you feel? How do you feel? Is it the oh so good? <laughs> you know what? I'll take that. How do you feel? Do it again, Mariah. Oh, so good. Close. Yeah, Eddie, how do you there. feel? I feel good. Oh, I feel so good. Oh, uh, there you go. All right, Mariah. See you later. Thank you. All right, bye-bye. It's time for the good news. With Bobby. Tell me something good. So Guy Dustin, his mom, Gloria, was diagnosed with terminal bladder cancer last year. So he decided he would try to take her on a special trip. And she'd always dreamed of seeing the pyramids in Egypt. And he also wanted to bring along all 14 family members because he knew that would be extremely amazing to her to do what she always wanted to do with the people she always wanted to do it with. So he works as a middle school teacher in Philadelphia. He couldn't afford that $10,000, $12,000 for everybody to come along. So he thought he could raise money by selling cheesesteaks, but he doesn't own a restaurant. So with his mom's love and her recipe, he started making sandwiches that were so big that a container couldn't contain them. So he was like, you just sell them to friends and family. He's like, I'm making these cheesesteaks. Let's see what we can do here. So those people told other folks. Immediately, cars started parking outside of his house. Like, hey, we want to get a cheesesteak. We heard about the cheesesteak. And so word spread, and he's made $18,000. Wow. For making cheesesteaks out of his house. They're going to go to Egypt. They're going to go to Egypt. Love this story. Is that legal, though, to sell food out of your house? I like don't that? know. <laughs> <laughs> and, and for now, I, I, I ain't shutting it down. I think before now, they didn't know about it, but yeah. now everyone knows. But they already made their money. So if I ruined it, you're, that's a great. I love it. Come on. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Let's go over to the phones. And talk to Gina in Austin, Texas, who was on the phone. Hey, Gina, how are you? Good. Morning, studio. Morning. What's going on? Uh, so I just want to give you guys an opinion. I had some unfortunate event happen to me and my friends when we went to a bar recently. It was a restaurant. Hour and a half wait. Luckily, there's three of us. We found three seats at the bar. Everywhere else is full. We ordered drinks and a couple of waters, and two of us go to the bathroom. When we come back... An older lady has taken one of our seats, moved my purse off my chair, slid my water over, and refused to get up. And so I just want to get your opinion on what you guys would have done and, and if you think what I did was too rude or too petty. Well, what'd you what you do? Doing, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, what we ended up doing, it was fully packed, Bobby. So what we ended up doing is I squeezed in next to her, like super close. We both have our masks on. Mm. And um, she, she had ordered rosé, and so I paid for her drink, and I cheersed her, and I told her, I bought you your drink because your life must be pretty miserable if you have to have this seat at the expense of common courtesy. Yeah, I don't hate that. <laughs> I mean... That's hardcore. It is hardcore. Like, you went the extra mile to it being nice to be mean. <laughs> With a cheers. Mm-hmm. I just... Well, for, I was, when you tell me this story, you know, it just drives me crazy how people... 
can be so inconsiderate of others. I'm talking about people that cut in line, people that drive up on the as the lane is ending and get ahead of everybody else to get that spot. Like you, not talking to you, Gina. I'm talking to the person who got your seat. You're not better than everybody else. You aren't. So why do you think you are? Why do you think you deserve something you don't deserve? They waited at the bar for that spot. They got a spot in a crowded room. Yeah, what do you call that? Entitlement? Like they feel entitled to do whatever I they want to do? I don't know if that... I'm about to say old bag. I'm not sure <laughs> how old or baggy she is. But in my mind, I picture some old rich bag. Some fancy dog. Drinking rosé. Yeah. Like, she doesn't deserve that spot. You don't deserve to cut in line. You don't deserve to get in traffic. Um, I would have probably just gone, okay, Give me. let me talk to the bartender manager. What, what can we do? Nothing. All right, I'll just go back and wait. Yeah. I would have just been the, the wimp. Tail between your legs. Mm-hmm. And been like, well, you know, they got me. I'll, for now on, I'll just get a cup and pee at the bar. I'll just pee in a bottle. That that stinks. You know, I I wouldn't have got up close and elbowed her and cheersed her because I'm not <laughs> that kind of person. You are. I like that. But I would have asked for somebody, told them to stitch. They would have probably found a spot for us, and then that would have been it. But look at you. Look at you, Eddie. What would you have done? No, the same as you. Like, I talk a big game, probably stare at her for a little bit, then she wouldn't, wouldn't even notice me, and then I'd just like go sit somewhere else. This is what I would have done, really. <laughs> I'd have got my phone out, and I'd act like I was taking pictures of her. <laughs> been like, boy, Instagram's gonna love these. What's your name, huh? And I'd have. You would do all that in your head, though. You wouldn't do no, that. No, I'd take life. my phone out, I, and just act like I'm taking pictures of her. But I wouldn't have posted them anywhere. Just to her to be like annoyed. Ugh. <sighs> Why do people act like that? Lunchbox, what would you have done? I like what this girl did, but I would have made an old lady sandwich. I would have had me on one side and my friend on the other, and we face. So she's touching our chest, and what? we would talk over her. Well, you can't touch her. No, she touched her. She said she belly. But I'm telling you, if there are two of you touching her, she can say that you you touched her. Like, okay. I've been assaulted by these guys. You don't want okay. that. You're going to do that for a bar Absolutely. Seat. Absolutely. <laughs> we are going to say, okay, we'll, we'll leave one inch. Nice. It's like, us. sibling, I'm not touching you. <laughs> Fine. We'll leave one inch on each side of her, and we will talk straight, like, across oh her God. and just annoy her. And then if I accidentally spill a drink in her lap, you know what okay. I mean? Okay. I'm just telling That's what I would do. I don't hate what you did, Gina. I, res- I respect <laughs> the guts. The, yeah, it was the- great. <laughs> great move. And what happened at the very end? Did she ever get up and leave? She did, and I told her she better not have to go to the bathroom, too. Why? Because that's she where she went. Because oh. then I was going to take her seat. <laughs> okay. Well, I wish I, I, I wish I had your that. bravado, you know? Um, okay, nice job. Nobody got in a fight. This, it didn't end up being a bonehead story of the day. Nobody got shot. No fist fights, right? All good. That's right. Yeah. All right. I don't, she was an older lady. I wasn't going to fight her, so. That's the kind of person I would want to fight, because <laughs> I know I'd win. <laughs> All right, have a good day, Gina. Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye I don't hate it. I can sign off on that. Good for her. I wouldn't have done that, but no, good for no, there's her. no chance, but yeah. Let's go do the news. Bobby's Big Story. A guy in a Maserati got in a high-speed chase with police in California, wound up driving up an embankment and crashing into the underside of a freeway at 100 miles an hour. Oh, is, he, is he okay? Did he not make it? Somehow he wasn't hurt at all. What? The California Highway Patrol's Oakland office shared images Monday of the aftermath of a brief vehicle pursuit. Guy in a Maserati refused to stop. The 32-year-old male went over 100 miles per hour. I wonder if the guy was just in a fast car and thought, I can get away with this. Or what? Because it doesn't say why he ran. You just don't run unless you're running from something other than that ticket. Right. And guys, you're never going to make it. If you run, they're going to catch you. Yeah, I agree. 
But it crashed in. You know how the bridge and then the up, up. slope. Mm-hmm. There's that like that little pinch point. Yes. Right into that pinch point. Uh, but he's okay. The images show a car wedged into that pinch point under the freeway. But he got out. I mean, he's in trouble now more than he was to begin with. That's so crazy. One of my first stories I ever covered in the news when I worked in the news in Austin was an accident like that where a car was stuck in that wedge point, and that was not good for that person. Like, Oh, you mean it wasn't bad. like this? No, not like that. Mm-hmm. All right, more news. Bobby's other story. A federal judge is sending a man to prison on a gun charge, but it was what happened before the actual charge because he goes into a Walmart in Illinois Raises a ruckus on Facebook Live. They call the cops. They're like, hey, it's the guy on Facebook Live. <laughs> they grab him. They arrest him. They check his car. He's got illegal guns in his oh car. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, people make bad decisions in bulk, I feel. <laughs> <laughs> this is one of those. It's like the Costco of bad decisions. Yeah. You go and you get a, you make a bunch of bad decisions. Uh, they have him in jail now because he was doing something dumb in a Walmart, but then they amplified it once they found the guns. And finally... As someone who camped a lot in his life, this story um, was interest to me. Did you camp a lot? I did, yeah. Yeah, me too. There is a new tent and sleeping bag set made by Gucci for those that want the ultimate glamping experience. Glamping, yes. Gucci is selling the tent for $3,500. It is a The North Face Gucci tent. Oh. And again, with taxes, it's about four grand <laughs> for the tent. What's so cool about it? That it's, well, you're asking me what's cool about yeah, it? Yeah, no, yeah, like, nothing. is it just the name? Because it looks like a regular tent? You're asking why other people think it's cool? Mm. Because of the name. Oh, that's ridiculous. Because mm-hmm. of, the, of the logos. And then if you want sleeping bags, they're 1200 bucks a piece. Get out of here. Same thing. Gucci and the North Face sleeping bags. Tw- all in for, I mean, you're going to spend 7500 bucks for a couple sleeping bags in a, in a tent. Glamping. I do like that word, though. Like, what is that? It's gl- what's the glam? It's like oh. you, no. I know what glamping is, but what's the gla stand for? Like glamorous. Glamour. Oh, yeah. glamour. Got it. You're I've not, seen glamping. Do you really not know that? No. <laughs> yeah, like glam. It's like you can, you're not. Really, there's rough in it, you know, where like you haven't. Well, I know what that is. I've been camping right, my whole life. But glamping is I, like I never okay. knew what glamping okay. meant. Okay. I just didn't know what the glow was. <laughs> All right. How big of an idiot do you guys think I am? Well, that's why I was like, what? All right, you guys, I knew what glamping was. I've never been glamping. Um, there you go. Thank you. That's the news. Bobby's Big Story. Let's go over and talk to Stacy in Arkansas. Hey, Stacy, how are you? And thank you for calling. What's up, Mr. Bobby? Thanks for taking my call. I appreciate you. All right, all right. What's going on? So, I really... I'm glad that I got through because I need to let you and the other judges of American Idol this year know as um, a watcher from the start, I'm super grateful that you guys are encouraging these kids and giving them mentor and advice. And I'm kind of one of the guilty ones who used to tune in just to watch Simon be mean. <laughs> but <laughs> everybody did. Yeah. The show has evolved so much. And I think right now in the climate that we're in, because seriously, if I wake up one more day to bad news, I'm probably just, you know, going to run in a corner and hide. So whenever I watch my favorite shows and I see that you guys are being so good with these kids who are our future. I mean, let's face it, like not all of the kids that get to make it and go through have to go back home to their lives. 
Some of them get to make it. Some of them don't. But the fact that you guys encourage them so well is so nice to see. It really is because a lot of these kids, as we see, are not coming from the best circumstances. And so I just wanted you and, and the other judges to know how thankful as a watcher I am and just as like a human being right now. Well, that's very Because kind. I very don't know kind. if you remember the song in church, Jesus Loves the Little Children. All the little children of the world, red and yellow, black and white, they are precious in his sight. Right? All of us. I know. Jesus. I know. Oh, come on. Come of course on. I know that. Don't, don't tell me <laughs> what I don't know at church. Um, yes, that's great. Listen, we have a whole thing. And by the way, you have to watch Sunday night. It is going to be so good. We're top 12. That's where I spent this whole week. I'm back in Nashville now. But it is such a good group of kids. Um, so the best group we've ever had, top 12. Sunday night's going to be so good. And then we do on Monday, the people from last season that got put in their homes and had to perform, they get the chance to come back and make it on this oh, season again. Right. Sunday and Monday, I hope you guys watch American Idol. Also, I'm going to have a humongous presence on the show because I'm with all those contestants for both those days. But thank you very much. That show has been such a positive thing for me as well. And I got to shout out our showrunner, Trish, and executive producer, Megan, because... They were just like, hey, this is this is a place for people to come and feel good. In the past, that show wasn't like that. In the past, it was entertaining to watch people be mean. But that is not what we do now. We build up. We don't knock down. And so, yeah, appreciate that. And I hope Sunday night you guys watch American Idol and don't watch the ACMs. How about that? <laughs> Should you say that? I don't, <laughs> I don't care. I did. Um, thank you. <laughs> Crazy. Thank you, Stacy. I appreciate you uh, listening to the show, and I have a lot of friends that are going to be ACMs. I, I kid, I right, kid, right, right. sort of. <laughs> Getting awards, but let's stuff. watch American Idol. Um, Stacy, thank you. Have a great day. Tell her that. What? <laughs> you have a good day. All right. Bye. <laughs> that was a cool call. Yeah. Thank you. Well, listen, one wanted to put me on, one didn't. So let's be honest about this. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know what my people are going to be watching. Um, okay, thank you very much. Oh, you were going to ask about that kid from Idol? Yes, Wyatt, is that his name? Mm-hmm. Well, I just read a bunch of stories, and then people on social media were talking about how, like, man, he was so good. Mm-hmm. And But I guess he had to leave. I don't really know the story other than he had to leave because of personal reasons. So I want to know, like, you did you meet him? Yes. So so that's that stinks for him. He's got to go. Do you think that he was able to... Like maybe be a top five or make it to the make it to the championship. I think he he was going to make it top twelve. They're so good. I think he was as good as anybody else. I think because of the people like to write crazy headlines or like super fake. He was he was someone we liked. I don't know that he would have been the winner. Okay. He, he might have been, but it wasn't like the best competitor went okay. home. Okay, see but that's is, the way they write it, and that's the way you remember it, right? Yeah. <laughs> he was really good. I liked him a lot. Great kid. Um, had some personal reasons he went home. It was nothing dramatic, by the way. People were hitting me up like, well, Again, that's how they wrote it. Nothing dramatic as in like there was fight, nothing like that. But I um, hope you guys are able to, to watch on Sunday night and Monday night. I'm very proud of these episodes. Let's now talk about the best thing of the week. All right, what happened to you? What was the best thing of the week? Eddie, going to you first. Uh, mine's easy. I got my second vaccination of the Pfizer, and that's it. I'm good. I wait for about two weeks for it to kick in fully. But, man, it feels good to be vaccinated, fully vaccinated, and I, I didn't get sick. Everyone was telling me. No, everyone, I, didn't, I didn't either, so good for us, huh? People were telling me, oh, I've been reading that, you know, if you had COVID, you're going to be the one that gets sick. And I waited, and I waited, and did not get sick, thank goodness. Although, the, the needle hurt this time. 
I, I don't, yeah, me too. Really? The first one didn't hurt that bad. This one, I was like, oh, oh, and then my shoulder was so sore. <laughs> but I don't know if they're just used to just doing like a thousand shots a day or what, but the lady walks up to my car and just says, hey, bam, and then <laughs> sticks it in my arm like, dang, that was really aggressive. That's but funny. yeah, but other than that, I feel great. That was the best thing that happened to me. Lunchbox, what's the best thing that happened to you over the week? I uh, went to the mailbox and I opened it up and Mike D's wedding invitation was in the mail. <laughs> and so I was like, wow. I'm actually going to a party. I haven't been to a party in a long time, so I am pumped, and I booked my plane tickets, and I'm going to Mike D's wedding, so that was the best thing that happened this week. I think in the post-show today, we'll talk about Mike D's wedding a little bit, in that it's now a reality. And Lunchbox was saying some stuff to me. Yes. It was. It was a little rude. Wait, what? We'll do it on the post-show. It'll be up on the feed today. Was it rude? Oh, no. A little bit. Uh, I'll say it's like, I can't believe he's getting married. Huh? Uh, Well, yeah. That'll be in the post-show. But yeah, but I'm going to a party. That's (laughs) the cool thing. Morgan, what's going on with you? Best thing this week? Um, so I have a <clears throat> so I have a favorite song that I've been listening to on repeat lately, and I posted about it on Instagram. And the artist not only reached out to me, but sent me a voice memo about saying that it was his favorite song. He sent me like a minute voice memo thanking him for listening to his song, huh. and I just thought that was so cool. At the end of it, was he like, let me get you a number? Because <laughs> that's the only reason I can see that happening. Hey, who was it? Who was it? No, it's it's a pop artist. His name's Forrest Black. And they, I don't know. I mean, I think he's married and stuff. So, But it was really sweet. I was like, that's he's like, cool. He's like, stop talking about that. Stop talking about that. Yeah. Hey, Ray, best thing that happened this week? Yeah, my wife, apparently I woke up to a bunch of text messages in this stock called Dogecoin. It's a, it's it's not really a stock. Cryptocurrency. Right. It quadrupled, tripled, whatever you want to say, overnight. And apparently in January, she just invested in it because it had the word dog in it. And she likes dogs. So uh, she made hundreds of dollars we woke up to this morning. It, yeah! it was a, It was made as a joke to make fun of cryptocurrency. And now it is becoming one of what the, cool. the more valuable cryptos. Huh. That is true. Uh, mine's probably going to be the Razorback basketball team sign Eric Musselman to a long-term deal. Yeah, <laughs> it's, for sure. It's not really about me specifically, but it is because, as you know, I could not be any more of a diehard fan with um, Arkansas Razorback athletics. And so they signed him to a long-term deal. I sent him a quick text like, congratulations, big deal, just pumped, you know. Love it. You already tweet a lot, but for sure you tweeted a lot about that happening this week. <laughs> it, I feel like it affects me personally. I feel like I got a deal, you know? Uh, all right, thank you guys. Call us if you want. 877-77-BOBBY. Bobby Bone Show. Bonehead. Story of the day. This story comes to us from North Carolina. A man that used to work at Walmart was angry that he'd been let go, still didn't work there. So he says, you know what? I'm going to take my car and drive it right through the front of the store. And then he started going up and down the aisles. Just boom, 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 knocking merchandise over. So he's upset he got fired? Yes. I'm looking at the picture of the car in the store. <laughs> it's all the way in the store. It's not like he just <laughs> hit the front glass and it's like, Ksh. like he's all the way in the store. He's in the makeup aisle. Yeah, I was gonna say he looks like makeup. He made it all the way to the makeup aisle. He didn't hit anybody. No, it was around six a.m., so there was not a lot of people in the store. No one was hurt. Two things. One, I laugh when you first tell the story, and I'm like, oh, somebody. But it's tragic if he hits somebody. Oh, for sure. Right. So lucky that didn't happen. And then Eddie made a good point about this too, about his car, and that he's hurting his own car. I mean, you, you go in, you crash into a building, you're trashing your car. You're gonna have to pay for that later at some point, right? Unless you go steal another car, because you don't care. You just <laughs> probably how they're thinking. Right. Man, what a id. Okay. I'm Lunchbox. That's your bonehead story of the day. It's now time for Flashback Friday. Flashback Friday. The year was 1988. 
<laughs> That's a long time ago. Yeah. Morgan wasn't even alive yet. <laughs> you were, when were you born? 93. Yeah. I was um, eight years old at this point. <laughs> what, were, uh, what were you doing in those days, Bones? Pee in the bed still. <laughs> I'll be honest with you. I was peeing a little late in life. <laughs> uh, the biggest country song on this day in 1988. Don't close your eyes. Oh, yes. Close your eyes. Keith Whitley. Let it be me. Don't pretend it's him in some fantasy. Also, 1988, I was for sure listening to Kissin' 96 in Little Rock and US 97 in Hot Springs and listening to this song on the radio. I mean, I was eight. I was just starting to be able to listen to the radio because my grandma had raised me on what I thought was current country, which wasn't. It was 50s and 60s country and gospel because they kind of had this the same people were doing the same music then the country and the gospel um but yeah i was listening to, to this song on the radio and really understanding what he was saying oh totally yeah literally i thought <laughs> I was like, ri- riding a roller coaster <laughs> don't close your eyes or you'll throw up uh the biggest pop song is from george michael faith because i gotta have faith still a jam still a jam i wasn't a jam to me then because i was not listening to pop music at eight years old now it's a jam. So was it a jam because you heard Limp Biscuit do it, then you found out who did it originally? Absolutely. <laughs> That's messed up. But I do like it better now than I do the Limp Biscuit version. But when I heard the Limp Biscuit when I was in college, but I gotta have faith. I was like, wow, this song, like this song jams. But that, oh, I get it. Uh, finally, the biggest thing in pop culture, Weird Al released his fifth album called Even Worse. It included the Michael Jackson bad parody called. Uh, mad? Fat. Fat. People don't even know how big Weird Al was. He was huge. Humongous. It also included the Tiffany parody from I Think We're Alone Now, <laughs> what was which that is one? I Think I'm a Clone Now. <laughs> I think I'm a clone now. And the La Bamba parody called Uh-uh. Lasagna. <laughs> la 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 lasagna. <laughs> what is you it? I love it. 1988, that's what was up. If you weren't alive, <laughs> look at what you missed out on, Morgan. I should have told your parents yeah, to get going earlier. Didn't know any of those. <laughs> All right, that's what's up. Amy should be back Monday. All right, bye, everybody. Come on, y'all.